Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Interruption Podcast. I hope you all are having a great Saturday. I hope it's been a positive day. If you had anything to take care of, I hope you have gotten it taken care of. I want to give a special happy birthday to my little cousin, Lavadia. Today's her birthday, August 7th. Happy birthday. I love you. So, anyways, the topic that I chose to talk about was polyamorous family family units and relationships, the benefits and the myths. Um, and I feel like it's always a really interesting topic, no matter who's talking about it. I feel like everybody's always kind of interested about what is it really, what is that about? Like, I hear people talking about it, I see people doing it, but I don't really see people doing it. I didn't grow up like that, you know, whatever. So I wanted to kind of like do a little bit more research on it and, um, kind of just bring it to you know people who might be interested in hearing more about it and maybe my opinion on what I think about the benefits of that type of family unit or relationship and then some of the myths that I've come across and I've learned about it and stuff so in short polyamory is the act of having intimate relationships with more than one person at the same time. So, like, a polyamorous person might be, like, romantically involved with more than one partner. Um, And then polygamy, that is being married to more than one partner or married to multiple partners. So, that's not, like, they're not the same thing, but they come from the same tree, you know what I mean? Um... But their practices are pretty different because one is marriage, you know, kind of, and one is just relationships and it's broken down into many different type of polyamorous or non, I should, I'm going to say non-monogamous relationships, like, um, so it's recognized to be illegal here in america like the united states polygamy is illegal so if you are if you have multiple wives you can be criminally charged by the government or the state for that there are some countries in the world that do recognize it to be legal and if it is legal usually only polygyny and polygyny refers to men who have multiple partners or multiple wives um and then polyandry is the women who have multiple husbands or multiple um men in relate that they're in relationships with so usually only really the men are recognized to have that usually women it's it does there are women who do po- practice polyandry but not it's not really like recognized worldwide um which i thought was interesting when i learned about that because it was like um there were queens out here in the world you know and there were you know it was they had multiple husbands and i've learned about a few so i don't know it's just funny which I know how that go. We ain't even go to that. So, um, basically, I just kind of want to break down just a few different kind of non-monogamy 
relationships or whatever you want to call it. Um, so I'm going to kind of read off a list of them. So you have monogamish. And this is where someone is mostly monogamous but might be open to sex or romantic relationships with others. You have polyflexible. This is when someone is happy with being in a monogamous or a non-monogamous relationship. They're satisfied with both situations. Like, they can do either or. You know what I'm saying? Polyfidelity. This is where all partners in a group are equal and agree not to have sexual or romantic relationships outside of the group. Um, The next one. And these are different type of non-monogamous relationships. So, I feel like when you hear me talk about these it's not about something about like oh this is the way of somebody cheating (laughs) this is outside of a monogamous relationship so the next one is casual sex you've heard of this one before which is what it says on here and this is just basically like casual sex like where sexual partners have no expectation you know basically there is no gonna be no relationship like there's no form of like like you know we're not about to be seeing here getting a relationship after this this is just not that and then you have casual we're just having sex though and then you have casual dating where we're just dating multiple people but this is not going to be a relationship either you know because some people when they date not everybody when they date has sex and I think that that gets misconstrued to think that everyone that dates has sex with every person that they're dating. That's not always the case. But then you do have people who do have that and they lay down this ground where this is the way that I operate in a relationship. This is, is this what you want to do? So then you have triad. And triad is where three people date each other. So that's three people who have decided that they want to be in a relationship with each other. It's also referred to as throuple, but you're going to mainly see triad. And then you have quad, and that's four people. And then they have something called a V. And this is where basically one person is dating two people, but two people are not dating one another. So it's not a triad at all. It's just this one person is dating two different people, but those two different people aren't dating each other. Um, And then you have open relationships which we all kind of know what that is, where a couple has sex with other people. Um, But normally it's not romantic. It's usually not romantic. Like, it's usually not like a triad. It's not a relationship. Um, You have unicorns, and I think that's kind of considered as, like, a bad term. And this is, like, usually where someone who's, like, bisexual or pansexual um, has sex with couples. And, you know, um, they're not really considered a part of the couple, but just kind of, like, a sexual partner. So I might just call it like a jump off or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then this is solo polyamory. And this is just where like one, like a person has intimate relationships with many people. But like they live like an independent life. Like they're not. You know how when you become like in like a relationship with somebody. You, you intertwine your life. Y'all might start living together. Meeting families. Da, da, da. This person might not get into that. With the people that they're dating. They might not have like children get married stuff like that um so those are just a few of the different relationship styles that there are that are practiced 
these are really real life practices that people are doing and they're functioning there is functional for them um and it's not chaotic at all either so i and i think that i'm trying to press that because i feel like for me for so long before i really started to learn about it years ago i mean i'm talking like i was probably like 22 no i was like 21 when i first started really talking about in college and then really got into the conversation after that um but i just feel like there is more than one dating style it's Everybody does not have to feel like they want to be in a monogamous relationship. Some people may want something that's non-traditional. And I feel like maybe we got to start getting into some type of conversation about what it is that we really kind of, we really want. You know what I mean? Like, and these are ethical forms. These are like, you know, these are not not like not ethical like these these are people who have have morals and respect for their partners and whatever boundaries have been set so now i kind of um and i know for me um i know people who are cool either way they're they can do the both. They can operate when they're doing, they're with someone or they're in a polyamory type of, excuse me, situation. They operate and they know how to respect the boundaries of that. And then if it's monogamous, they can operate in that. It's like to to understand that there are people who can do that. Men definitely are a good example of being able to do that. Not all, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like somebody like, okay, cut it out because he can't even keep up with the two he got. I know, girl, I know, sis, but I'm just saying the the other ones, not not him, but the other ones. <laughs> like they can date multiple women. At I think sometimes you know we don't like that, but it's the truth. And some of them, a lot of them, are successful at it. Honestly, for real, for real, when you when you really think about it a lot of them are successful at it so i think that's just something really interesting to know um you know what i'm saying like think to think about like oh these are you know the different type of oh, okay that's what's up like and it's not like a mental disorder either like i learned that because i kind of looked that up like what you know what i'm saying like is there was there has has there been any type of like research mm-hmm. or whatever done on this type of dating lifestyle and it's not a it's not a disorder it's very natural it's a it's a very natural way for a lot of humans honestly to live for real for real for real because we are so fruitful it's a really a natural thing but then we kind of start confining ourselves within our societies and our common morals or ethics or you know whatever we want to say about that um and you know we kind of get into that and so it's like okay that's cool that's what's up like to know that this is natural this is a natural thing like this isn't something that it's just someone that's a childish person or someone who doesn't want to step up to a responsibility of life and grow up and be a man or be a woman and 
take care. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not that. You can be all of that and still have multiple, like, partners. Um, and I think that that's something that's really good to know. And, like, it's not a form of cheating. And the reason why it isn't the same as cheating because these people who decide that they're going to be in this type of situation have set boundaries because that's another myth. Another myth is that there are no boundaries. You're just doing whatever you want to do and it doesn't matter. You just free reign. And that's not true. If if these people decide that they're going to do if a try if, if you have a triad, say, and Y'all decide that this is where we're going to set this out sexual and everything. We're not going to be outside of that. Then someone goes outside of that. That will probably be, not probably, that will be considered cheating in that sense. You know what I mean? Like these are people who are making commitments to multiple people at that. You know, to have to be committed and responsible to that commitment to more than one person. That is a great responsibility to hold. And if you can do that. I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, this is not me trying to convince anybody to do this either. But like I said, this is a podcast about the benefits. So you're not going to get a whole bunch of negativity out of it, you know. Um, and I feel like that's something that's beneficial um, because that's a skill that's needed, especially today with the shortage of men out in, you know, the community, um, I think that when there is a family unit like that, and maybe it's more, more, nobody's married, so it's more of just a unit like that, where maybe it's, say, it's a quad, and, you know, they have children, and everyone is on the same page, and, and I think it's also important to note that, it's not all about sex um, either. Some of these people seek some type of um, non-sexual romantic feeling. Um, so they might want to seek out a partner to fulfill both of them for that reason. So I think that's important too. Um, it's not just a big old orgy. <laughs> I think we really think about that off rip. Like... Off rip orgy, boom, like ain't nothing really morally sound about it. When I hear it, all I hear about is a whole bunch of people who want an excuse to have sex with one another. Um, and I don't really think that's true, you know what I'm saying? So, I do think that it's a myth that it can't be functional and a stable relationship can't be established. Like, I think that it can be, um, but these, these people are people who are agreeing upon this and there is no manipulation and there is upfront conversation. If you are thinking about this, talk to your partner about it because I think the problem kind of comes into when you start downplaying what you want so that you don't hurt someone that you are currently with or whatever the case may be. I don't know or whatever. You, or you don't want to move forward because you haven't talked about what you wanted and everybody that you're coming across wants monogamy and you don't really want that, then you kind of put yourself in a box. And it's like, start saying what you want and seeing if the person you are dealing with, if you are, wants the same thing. Because there are people out here that are with it. And I've gotten going back and forth with people about this. Like, for real. Like, for real. Like, in the grass, 
kicking it, you know what I'm saying, chilling, having debates, talking, going back and forth about this, like, because I've always truly believed that. Um, just because I've done my research on this and talked about it plenty and whatever case may be and talked to different people, people, I know people who do practice stuff like this. So I just felt like we have to understand that this is a really, really, really big world. It's huge. And there are ways for you to be happy and and live the way you want to live. And so I feel like I don't really want to be bashing, like, anybody who's in a situation with, like, you know, a guy who has multiple baby mamas or multiple women he's dealing with and they're all dealing with each other. But I do feel like a lot of the nonsense could cease if we have decided, like, you know Mm -hmm. what, I'm never going to leave him alone. You know what I'm saying? We're all dealing with them and we all have kids with them. And no, everybody doesn't have to live in the same household with one another, don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not even trying to say that. But if we could become a family unit, meaning, you know what, we have all agreed upon this one thing. What are things that we could do where it could be beneficial for all of us? Because there is one thing that we do agree upon. We're not going to stop messing with this dude. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't really understand sometimes why we run to fight. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't really know. For I'm not trying to speak on my relationship or nothing like that. But I do feel like in those cases where it's years and years that have gone by. And it's like a choice being made. And it's not anybody that I know in particular. But I'm just saying. like, And it's like that. I do think that we could maybe get some things done. If we could just be like, let go of all that nonsense right there. You know what? This is going to be our family unit then. This is what we're going to do. Everybody's going to help each other make sure our bills is paid. The kids is good. Everybody needs got what they need. Everybody business businesses is popping. We're if we're going to be we don't have to live in the same house, so we can all be living in the same neighborhood, whatever the case may be. Like become more of like a family structure. Think as like a together so the kids can still grow up and have something functional. Um, I think that's, I don't, I personally don't see anything wrong with that. Me, because I am someone who understands more and more and more just about like not being possessive over love or over someone that I do love and allowing them to still be an individual and they have a Mm -hmm. choice or, you know, I don't know, like, I'm, I learn that more and more every day. And then there are people who do practice possessive love. And I'm with you and nobody else, and that's it, um, period. And I ain't saying anything is wrong with that. Um, I'm just saying that people who do have polyamory relationships probably more so practice non-possessive love. You know, it's more of an open, a free, a free, a freer type of love, like, because you are sharing this person with someone else and you don't feel like you're not an individual or you don't feel compartmentalized within that situation. You do still feel whole. That is a feeling that someone feels and I, it's not a BS feeling. It's a real feeling because it's a real lifestyle and it's a real, it's, you know, they practice a totally different lifestyle. So I do recognize that and I do see the benefits of that. Um, And I think if we have more conversation about what it is that we want and then maybe do a little bit of research about if there is a term to describe what we want, start there and then go from there. 
Um, and if people could really be in the relationships that they truly wanted to be in, um, I think we will really, really, really benefit from that. Um, because it doesn't have to be a lot of irresponsibility going on with that. Um, I, I, especially when it comes to like a man who wants multiple wives, you know, that's a lot of responsibility. That is not an easy job and I don't know if some men look at it like as just sex but the men that I've talked to they don't look at it as sex they look at it as wanting to have a family um with multiple women that's it and that's all and it's ethical meaning ethical practices there's respect there there's boundaries there's conversation there's communication um respect 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 because non-ethical is really where it's a lot of disrespect and there is no boundaries. And then it's, yes, yeah, what you would consider as cheating. You know what I'm saying? Nobody has made a common decision upon this particular relationship style. Um, so I just think it's a lot of great things to think about. And like I said, I personally do not see anything wrong with this type of relationship style or these type of relationship styles. Um... I ain't going to say what I identify as, but I do have something on that list that I do personally identify as. So, you know, um, Mm -hmm. to each his own, to each his own, I'm sorry, um, I feel like definitely respect whatever the person's decision is. And if that's something that they don't want, they have the, they have the choice to make that. But you also have the right to go seek what you want. I think it's important for me to say that men or women. Um, and I think those myths about there not being any boundaries and it's just cheating and it can't be a functional type of situation. Um, you know, once you kind of get around people who do practice ethical non-monogamy relationships, you kind of real you see that very, um, hmm, what should I say? Very soon. Like, yeah, come on out. Like there is boundaries here. There is respect here. Um, there is functional things and conducive behavior and all that good stuff going around. Like, okay. Um, so I am not trying to convince anybody to do anything. I promise. I'm not. But I did kind of want to talk about it because I feel like me, you know, everybody, I understand everybody doesn't practice possessive love. Some people know how to, like, let their love be love and let it be. You know what I'm saying? They don't keep a tight rein on it. Some people aren't like that. Um, So I do understand that. And then that is how you get into those type of relationship styles. Because those people have to operate in some type of manner too. They have to they have to want what they want. They don't have to do monogamy because we or a lot of people how we grew up feel like that's the right way. Who do we think that we are? And you don't have to judge it. You cannot agree, and that's and I don't think anything's wrong with you just saying like that's not my style. I can't do it. I respect that. I understand that for real. Period. Like straight up. Like. Definitely, like, I need to be able to be with one person, have a family with that person, and function with that person. And I, I, I agree, period. So, I don't think anything is wrong with it. Like, 
I don't know. I think it's a good conversation to have if you do have a partner and think, see what they think about it. I ain't trying to start them. But be quiet because I'm really not trying to start this. So listen, no. Just listen to my podcast. Get Kiki. Learn a little something. <laughs> if they want to listen, let them listen. But I ain't trying to start the arguments in the household. You feel me? So. <laughs> Um, all right, I'm I'm going to ahead and wrap this up. Um, make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at So Selling Poet. Follow my podcast, the podcast, the Interruption Podcast, I'm sorry, on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, and I'm getting ready to have it on Breaker as well. So um, look out for that. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Um, I hope I wrapped it all up in the sum of just saying, like, there are benefits to having polyamorous family units. There are different non-monogamy relationships, and they do um, benefit a lot of people, and a lot of them are successful, and there is nothing wrong with it. Remember, scientists said it is not a mental disorder, so these people are not crazy. <laughs> um, or not these people. I don't want to subject anybody like that. But people who practice that are not crazy. Um, like I said, I do identify with something on that list, but I'm not going to tell you on here. You have to know me personally to know that. <laughs> or maybe, you know, if I get more comfortable, no. We're going to just, okay. <laughs> Y'all have a good day. Um, and I'm out. Good afternoon, or I should say, kind of like late afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Interruption Podcast. I hope you're having a good day. So, this is part two of the polyamorous family and and relation family units and relationships and um this is kind of like part like the first one was kind of like informational kind of like just an introduction of what it is kind of on the basic side um and so this will be more so me talking about you know really how I really how I feel about it and my really my thoughts on it and just my opinion overall of the relationship aspect of it and the family unit outside of the terms and all that stuff. So I'll start with like the relationship part. I feel like if you're a man who truly feels like you can manage a relationship with more than one woman I think there's a few things you should just like you know you should ask yourself like am I good at managing my time am I a good communicator are my finances together am I making enough money to support you know a family of whatever um however many kids or you know or if it's just you and the two women you know that's three people and it's not to say that a woman doesn't need to contribute to the household. But in a traditional sense, you know, most men who are successful, you know, finances are a huge part of that. Um, 
And that's why I kind of say that. So those are things that you have to be honest with yourself and ask yourself because if those, if, if, it, if there's a no to any of that, you know, you need to, there's some things you need to work on before you go forward with doing that. <clears throat> and then for men who are maybe doing this, but not the women don't know. I say to you kind of get yourself in a circle of women who do know about that because I have gone back and forth with men about this. They don't believe me, but trust and believe me. There are women out here who view relationships in the same way and they can do the same, you know, have a relationship that way. It really is. But you have to find that you have to put yourself around that. If you're going to constantly put yourself around women who want to have a monogamous relationship, you're going to set yourself up every time for drama or whatever the case may be, because number one, you're not being fair to yourself. This is what you truly want. And here you are entertaining what you don't want. So you're not giving it your all. And number two, you're not being fair to the other person. You're not giving them a choice because they can choose not to want to do that and engage in that. And I feel like a lot of the time what happens is we get so far deep into intertwining our lives, whether it's have children before we're clear on what this relationship is or et cetera, it makes it harder and harder to make the right decision. <clears throat> um, so that's what I say on that. Um, I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to say it in a sense of like, are you ready for a woman to feel have to have want someone else because if you're a woman that wants to be with another man or more than one man then you need to act like I said about men get yourself in the circle be around men who agree with that you know what I'm saying don't get with a man who wants to to have three wives and them exclusively and you want to play games of well this is what I want to I'm gonna go fuck on this dude or whatever like that's just tit for tat like go Go be, go do polyandry or go be with somebody who agrees with that terms, like with those terms, excuse me. So that's kind of my take when it comes to men, like, especially on the financial side, like, can you afford three wives and children and be responsible at that? Are you responsible? Like, do you take care of business? Are you dependable? If you know there's a situation do you come with solutions are you someone who provides solutions and executes solutions like that's important because there has to be structure that comes from the head down if you're not gonna if you're not gonna have structure then you cannot expect your wives to have structure cannot be they need to have structure and then you not need to have structure I feel like you have structure, your wives have structure, and then, you know what I mean, just it's kind of cohesive after that to me, like, you set it up, they got it from there, you know what I'm saying, whatever the case may be. Um, also, communication, can you communicate clearly your feelings, your wants, your needs, in a healthy way, in a healthy manner? Um, can you have conducive conversations? Can you come to, you know, terms with agreeing and disagreeing and, and those type of things? Like, you go, you can have three wives and you still could be failing. Even if you have the money, 
you still could be failing at something because you, you're not communicating. Um, so I think that's also very important. And I think that comes from a lot of us just doing self self work before we go into these type of things so that we're grounded in who we are so that we can navigate in that space. So I feel like when it comes to women, you know, we have to figure out how like we're going to like learn how to accept these boundaries that are we're, that are being put in place. You know what I'm saying? Because we have to say what we what it is that we are agreeing to and that be the boundary and if we set that boundary, that is the boundary. We're not, you know, we have to learn how to navigate our jealousy as well like for men too. You know what I mean? These boundaries that are being put in place because this is ethical non-monogamy type of things I'm not talking about non-ethical just trash type stuff so what are these boundaries being put in place and then when they're agreed upon those are it like nothing if there is something new let's have a conversation about it let's not make assumptions if we want to change something let's talk about the change um I also feel like for us we would have to navigate our jealousy both people but especially for us as women because you know, when we, when something is ours, it's ours, period. For men, too, but I feel like more men could be with multiple women than men women be with multiple men. And so I feel like, you know, us navigating our jealousy and really, when we do feel those type of feelings, communicating it in a healthy way and figuring out how to move forward from whatever because if we're not we're not going to navigate our jealousy and we're going to agree upon certain terms and then turn around and get jealous about everything it's not going to work that it it just will not work um it's it's not going to work at all and that's why I feel like there are many benefits to these type of situations but both parties have to be on the same page there cannot be any manipulation um, someone put in my comments, they, you know, they feel like if you want something like that, you need to be upfront, And I agree with that. That's why I feel like being more educated on what it is and what it isn't, it would help us, you know, be able to have that conversation easier. And so us navigating our, our jealousy in those situations is vital because say you do transition into having a family unit and not just relationships the children then have to be able to see that this is a functional thing because if they grow up and it's dysfunctional, then you really are not creating a legacy. You're really not leaving anything positive about this type of lifestyle with your children. And now you're just creating a cycle of dysfunction and people are going to blame it on this type of relationship. But I looked at a study that talked about how they study like people who practice monogamy and people who did it and they did like polyamory relationships or have polygamy, um, polygamous relationships. They both felt loved in their situations. Neither party felt diff- felt more loved than the other. So it's not about if I'm with somebody with that loves multiple people outside of me or within me, I'm going to feel less love. It's, it's not really about that in my opinion. I feel like for you to be able to commit to multiple people, that is a skill to me. (laughs) Like, I don't know. 
that's how I feel. Like, if you can have that type of responsibility and hold it and those people feel safe and loved and they feel fulfilled, what do you mean? I don't see anything wrong with that at all, period. I just, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. So... I think that's why it's a, that's the super benefit of navigating our jealousy within that. And I don't know, like, I also, outside of just what I feel like both men and women could work on if they do want to embark on a situation like that, I feel like, you know, it's not all about sex. I mean, it's really not all about orgies in the bedroom and all this stuff. Like, if that's what you want, then you're going to, then that's what you're going to do. But to apply that to every single situation that people have within non-monogamous relationships is really unfair because it's not like that. There are people out here who have whole entire families. I know someone who said that they, you know, they grew up in that type of household. So... It's, it's not far-fetched. It's not, it's just, I just feel like it's not recognized as something that is morally, you know, like, good for society, <laughs> you know. But I feel like if I go into, like, a, a deep turn with it, like, we when we have more women than men in society right now, you think about it, so many kids growing up without a father figure in the household or if there is a man like I said a father figure in the household even if he's in the household he's not active or whatever and it's like one guy has love for all of these women that he has children with for real but it's all been conflicted because you know it's not enough of him to go around (laughs) not enough of them and I'm not by all means asking nobody to share their man I'm not saying that but I'm saying in a survival sense if we did come to some type of conclusion where we could bring it all in I don't see anything wrong with that you know y'all don't ever have to have sex again you know whatever but say y'all all wanted to be underneath the same household at least a big ass house whatever Managing that household and learning truly how to co-parent and really how to be responsible in front of the children and manage your time and be a family unit. You know what I'm saying? I don't really see anything wrong with that because, of course, if you are going to do that, y'all can't be in there fussing and fighting all day long. And a lot of people are like, that's why I wouldn't do it. But it's like, that is selfish. That's selfish because if you're not going to do that, then that's fine. But make sure when you're dealing with non, when you're dealing in your monogamous relationships, you're being functional then too. Because if you're not going to be functional with your baby father or your baby mother and make sure things are straight for the kids, whether y'all live together or not, if you just can't get along, then at least bring somebody in the child's life who can display that. Who you can display that with and they can at least get that. I don't know because it's too much of that going on. It's just it's so much of it. So much of us grew up in it. And I'm just seeing how I'm almost 30 and it's still going on. And it's just not fair to any of us 
<laughs> honestly, it's not fair to any of us, honestly. And I do understand where that comes from. You know, back in the day, slavery. And I understand that men had to produce four kids. Or you was getting castrated. Period. So then you be coming to this point where you always making kids so that you can keep your boss. You know what I mean? Um, so I do understand that. But I will say this, the benefits of polygamy, I feel like are family structures, all family, you know, living in one household, um, how the bills are getting paid. They're all divided amongst one another in a fair manner. They're getting taken care of. All the kids are growing up with one another. They know who they are. They're seeing that there's there are healthy relationships with multiple people at one time. And that's a good thing. So that when they go out to the social world, they can they can manage that because they can see it done being done in their household. I think that's really good. So anybody that is growing up in a household like that and it is healthy. They're going to be a well-off individual or adult in society. I don't think they're going to be backwards because they grew up in that, which I think that's a big misconception. So, like, that's a huge benefit. And I also would say both parents being on the same page, that is very beneficial. Like, literally, y'all are on the same page. You guys can have a conversation about what needs to be done when it comes to the children's relationships with each other, the children's relationship with you all, and your relationship with each other. Whether it's in one household or, you know what I mean, and it's maybe in two different households. You guys can talk about that. Um, also, in this world today, getting bills paid, you know what I'm saying, the financial benefit of that, of, you know, having more than one income in the household or there, there being certain things that can be taken care of where money doesn't have to go outside the household. Um, if the man does have the job, the primary job, you know, maybe women stay home they're taking care of the kids. A lot of things that we already pay for because we can't be home. We don't have to pay for it because we're at home. You know what I'm saying? That type of situation. Um, so, and when it comes to if you're not going to get married, you're not going to do polygamy, and you do just want to do polyamory, um, I feel like those are the same type of benefits, honestly. Like, same thing, you know what I'm saying? Being able to just be able to focus on something that more than fighting and drama and not being on the same page. Like, having a chance to really rebuild our families and really start something new and healthy and really give the kids a chance to have a functional adult life because a lot of us have to go through a lot of things because we grew up with parents who are dysfunctional mainly because they couldn't really be in a functional relationship you know what I'm saying like they going back and forth with this and it's like you confused as a kid because y'all not together but I see y'all together but y'all not together you know that's confusing and I feel like in those type of situations if you're gonna do that and you know what the situation is and y'all all just like still gonna do it I really don't understand why y'all don't just get in a polyamorous relationship <laughs> like if y'all gonna still fuck them and y'all don't care about her then y'all might as well go ahead and be a family 
Go ahead and do what y'all need to do. Because all this drama that y'all causing makes no sense. If you're going to still mess with him just to, just to let her know that you can still mess with him, then y'all clearly on the same page there. <laughs> like, might as well take it all the way. The kids love each other, you know? I mean, at one point he was managing both of y'all at the same time till y'all found out about each other. No means I'm saying accept this, but I'm just saying if you are in that situation, I'm just saying think about it. Just think about it. Just just think about it. You know what I mean? Just just think about it. You maybe you be like the kid, girl, get the out of here. Now you smoke a crack. And maybe I am, but I'm not. But I'm just saying. I just feel like what if it could be that where just we this is what we doing. So why are we gonna keep fighting about it? The kids will be happier. I feel like y'all be happier. Shoot. It wouldn't be no drama because y'all already know what's up. Y'all already know what it is. And then he can also operate in a place of truth as well. And be more comfortable instead of hiding and making more problems. So I'm not really trying to make about that. But I feel like that's a huge situation. Especially like in like, you know, like the projects where like it's just limited men period anyway and so then men, the, the men have babies with multiple women and so on and so forth like we might as well start grouping this together because the kids are getting put into the foster system just all this stuff like and I think there are solutions to that but I just think we have to be open to the different solutions because like if we're not willing to budge on getting it together in our monogamous relationships we need to maybe consider something, you know, because the survival rate is really dropping. You know what I mean? Um, so that's just some things to think about. I don't really want to go off on a tangent, but I just feel like if this is something you are thinking about with your partner, then you need to be honest and just talk to them about it before you move into anything else. Be honest with them. Tell them what you want because if they don't want that, yes, you know, it might be like, damn, I don't want to lose you. But you can then really go get what you want for real. And I'm just here to tell you that you can be functional in a functional relationship doing this. And you can find someone who is with this and y'all can be in love and y'all can have a good life and it can be good for the kids. So, if it's something that you want, go get that shit. (laughs) Like, I am by no means see anything wrong with this type of lifestyle but I do think that it comes with a lot of responsibility as does being in a monogamous relationship I don't think that the responsibility is any less than and I think that's another misconception that oh it's just no responsibility you just willy-nilly doing whatever but if I'm in a relationship with two people not only do I have to think about me myself and one other person but I have another person to think about so you know you really got to put your big person draws on and make sure that you're ready to confront anything that comes your way and be honest about it and be ready to be open to move forward to keep that type of relationship intact it can't be a lot of pettiness that we go through it can't be you looked at her I'm about to beat your ass it just can't be that because it's gonna look at you like now you said it's what you wanted to do you know you have to crazy like so I just feel like I don't know, I just want to give kind of my feelings, my, like, true feelings about how I do feel about it and what I think, why I think it's beneficial and some things that I think that if we do 
if someone does want to do that, you know, these are things you need to think about. Can you do, is that a weak area? Is that a strong area? Am I a good communicator and am I not? Do I know how to navigate my jealousy? Do I, do I not? Um, you know what I mean? Am I ready to share love with more than one person? Am I not? Or do I want to? You know, it's not even, am I ready? Do I want to do that as well? Cause you don't have to do that. I don't want it to seem like if you don't want that, then you just being selfish and you just not open-minded, like nothing like that. So on my Instagram, I'm going to start a conversation about it. I'm going to put a post up and just kind of get other people's ideas of how they feel about this and what I've talked about. And is it something that they ever thought about? Is it something that you would consider? Have you considered it? Why you wouldn't consider it? How you know you wouldn't do it? Just a nice little dialogue about it. I hope you guys have a good day. I don't want it to to get too long. (laughs) So make sure you follow my Instagram and my Twitter at SoSellingPoet. Follow this podcast at the.interruption.podcast on Instagram. And you guys have a good day. Thank you for listening.